going to let Tori hold the mic for you guys to speak. Remember, as the testimonies go forth, everything that is spoken, you can receive by faith. And when we go on worship, God can heal you. God, God can deliver you. God can set you free. God can do anything you want him, anything he wants to do in that time, but you have to be willing to receive. I don't have no sort of order. When it's just, um, we'll go from this side. Christian, I want you all the way down on this end. I'm, I'm real quick. I am so proud. And I love this man so much. He is my brother. And he has found his house. And he has found his God. And he is not turning back. All right. Last night, we told the youth how to give a testimony. If you weren't here, we're going to give it to you real quick. God likes it short and powerful. He does. Jesus showed up and people got healed. Jesus was like, no, this demon's coming out. This demon's coming out. He said, go. And they left. Short and powerful. What did you experience before Omega Youth, before CGC 2016? What was your experience and how you were changed? Okay? I'll let you lead it, baby. Oh, my gosh. This is my little brother. Come up here. I want every, whenever you get to test, testify, I want him to come front and center. Yeah. This is David. Hi, David. David is my little brother. Yes. And this is going to be a mighty man of God. Yes. Don't let him fool you. He's a man of a few words, but when he starts speaking, it's powerful. Yes. He knows the word, too. Yes, he, does. he called me one day saying, Chris, I'm reading the scripture. And it was in the Old Testament. I'm like, man, I don't even read the Old Testament. <laughs> he was like, hey, what does this mean? And I'm thinking in my head, like, Lord, you're going to have to tell me what it means. The man started telling me what it means. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Praise the Lord. Uh, so before the CGC conference, I used to like be really depressed and everything. And then we went there, and he told the people who like suffer from anger and depression to stand up. And then, like, as soon as that, I felt like fire all over my body. And then, uh, like he said, in the count of three, you'll be healed. And then whenever he said three, like, I just felt overwhelmed and I couldn't control myself. Yes. And I was healed. Amen. <laughs> Jesus. Praise the Lord. Come on up, buddy. They not afraid. I'm telling you, man, these are some characters now. We got characters in the youth. Great job, David. Excellent job, buddy. Um, I'm Brian. And before I went to the CGC conference, I like struggled with rebellion, bad thought patterns, um, fear, anger. And when I was there, when I was there, I felt I got my spirit got light, and I felt the Holy Spirit of the Lord all on me. And I'm home, and I'm better now. Yes, a little bit better, at no, least much better. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's not all. I told my friends about the conference, 
and I've had friends call me crying and stuff, and I told them my testimony yes. about being at the CGC conference, and I've helped a lot of people yes, since sir. then. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Great job, man. <laughs> I love these boys. These are my babies, just so y'all know. Amen. Boys and girls alike. They my babies. Okay, so this is Matthew. Y'all saw him smiling on the video. He's, Don't let him I, fool you. He's so amazing. He is like, oh, I just, yeah, he is my favorite. I love him so much. This skin, I mean, everything about him is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he just wants to cut off. So tell us what you felt before going to the well, conference. Well, I took her pen. <laughs> okay. That was great because you really got to receive from the Lord. Yeah. And then uh, the place is big. I don't like talking about that. Okay, I'll put it down. I'll put it down a little bit for you. You tell us what tell them what you told us, buddy. Yeah, just tell us one word that describes what you felt. Free. Awesome. Amen. Praise God. That's awesome. I love you. Amen. Here's the preacher of the group. Y'all get ready. Y'all about to get a summary. Mimi meditates on the word. No, she meditates. She don't just read. She meditates on the word. Look at that hair. She's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We'll wait. We'll go to the next one. You uh, stand with Christian. Um, my name is Malachi, and before I went to CGC, I felt, well, I felt rejected and abandoned by my parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they called for people to pray for the people that felt rejected or abandoned, and a man prayed for me. And all of a sudden, I just felt heat all over my body, and I could barely move. And then he, he just had something, and I fell down, and I started weeping and crying. And now I feel a lot better. I was struggling with forgiving my mom and dad, and now I don't see him as I used to see him. Amen. God is good. He's increasing in the house. Yeah, we receive you, Lord. We receive you, Lord. Come on, buddy. This is for God. Get those uh, pictures ready. Oh well, um, my name's Andre. Um, before I went, uh, I struggled with like anger towards my parents and. I feel like I can't have nobody. Um. You got it, bro. You got it. We're here. <laughs> oh, no. When I went, um, some, what, I have uh, a skin condition from when I was born, and um, when I was there, uh, 
this dude. Yeah, pray for me. And um, yeah, I said, and um, three days that all my eczema will go away. And he said, the sign from God that um, it will go away was that while he prayed for me, my arms would get hot. And while he prayed for me, my arms got hot. And Show him your skin, buddy. Put the pictures up, Carl. Please. Show him your skin, buddy. Now it's nothing but scars. Completely healed. 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 There's not even there's not even raw flesh there. There's not even raw flesh there. Completely healed. And God is God is sealing that healing right now in his tears. He sealed his healing through his words, through his testimony. Completely healed. I don't know if y'all can see these pictures. This is what our God does. This is what our God does. Completely healed. He has no more shame. I'm calling that right now in Jesus' name. Anything you need is in the house right now. We're going to keep going. Great job, Andre. Oh my goodness. My buddy. Um, before CGC, I was like I had a lot of fear in my body and um and rejection from my parents. So the first day, I was like really nervous. And then I started getting used to it. So the second day, um, well, yeah, like, I started um, worshiping better. And um, before we left, uh, Chris told us, like, um, what we experienced from the trip. And I said... Um, I got delivered from fear, um, forgiveness uh, from, of my parents, and um, free to worship. And um, the second day, I prayed for someone, um, and they got the gift of speaking in tongues. Amen. <laughs> this is God. This is God. Cohen is the youngest one in our youth. You're 11, right? When Cohen got activated, when he got filled with the Spirit, with an evidence and evidence of speaking in tongues, the very next youth, he prayed for his sister. She received healings and the gift of tongues. This is the youngest, folks. All right, now. I say this all the time. The, the ones that are under us is the ones that lift us up. Yeah. Great job, buddy. Thank you. Come on, Josh. Josh. 
Josh. I'm, jo- I'm Josh. And um, all my life, I've had unforgiveness from my biological father. For yeah. Let it out, buddy. For the lifestyle. He- <laughs> yeah. The lifestyle he decided to live, and all the pain that he brought. And I felt a lot of rejection and just bad thoughts. I always thought maybe if I was a better son to him, he wouldn't have done these things. And on the trip, I just gave it all to God. I said, God, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yes. Please take these thoughts and desires out of my head. Yes, power. And ever since the trip, I've been happier than I ever have. And I've completely forgiven my dad for everything. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Transformation. 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 Amen. Great job, buddy. Great job, buddy. Amen. Oh, I love her. Y'all do not understand. Oh, I just love her. She's so sweet. She is so don't let it that she's when I first met her, I didn't think she said anything. <laughs> I thought she didn't say anything. And the more we got to know her, she has a lot to say. But she carries a love and a humility of God, man. It just makes you a child. It makes you a child. I want to do kid things. Like I would probably play dolls with her <laughs> and have a tea party. She's sweet like that. Go ahead, sweetie. Um. My name is Justin A. And before I came to the youth ministry, um, I dealt with a lot of fear. And I just, I just didn't, I was really shocked. And when I went to BGC, um, in the first two days, he asked if anybody had dealt with any fear to to stand up, and I did. And he told us to raise our hands, close our eyes, and he said, on the count of three, we will heal. And all I could do is just cry, and I wouldn't stop crying. And when it was over, I wasn't, I didn't have the fear of anything. And trust me, she is not shy anymore. She is definitely not shy. Yes. Who knows this princess of Zion? A prophet in God's kingdom. Called for mighty works. For mighty works. These tears are increasing the presence. These tears are increasing the presence. Healing. 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 Okay. Okay. 
before CGC, I had a lot of rejection from people in my family, and um, I had jealousy, and I had a lot of attitude and anger. And when I went to, well, yeah, and when I went to CGC, um, God delivered me from all that anger and fear and stuff like that, and um, the attitude, well, not like. Not quite at that moment, the attitude, um, but I'll get to that later real quick. Um, and um, God delivered me from the re jealousy, anger, and rejection. But on that night when Mr. Chris, Miss Tori pulled me in their room because I was being very disrespectful and stuff like and attitudes. They talked to me and and they explained to me stuff like... Um, that I forgot what they were. Your heart. Yeah. Um. They explained to me that. Um. Okay. And then the next. Oh, I felt very better. I felt like a new person. Um. When I came, when we were on our way back home. Um. I was like, Miss Tori said she's very proud of me because when after that talk, they said I was like a new child, and my mom said I've changed from my attitude a lot, and I changed from everything. Yeah. Praise the Lord. As Niana was speaking, every time Niana cries, out of humility, out of change, God's going to increase in her maturity. So by the time she's 15, 16, you're going to see the maturity, the power and authority as an adult. Yeah. Every time I saw her as she was crying. Every time. All right. Hey, these young boys going to have to catch up because these the, the young ladies and youth are on fire. Y'all saw Jada praying in the, in the thing. She the one that prayed like she's 60. Like she's been in the Lord 40 years. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. My name is Jada. And before we went to CGC, I had rejection from my parents, and I had fear, and it was hard for me to forgive people, and I felt like I was worthless, and I didn't mean nothing, but right when I walked into, into the doors of CGC, I felt relief, and I felt warmness all over my body, and when they called up, if you have rejection, fear, stress, anger, it took me a while to get up. I didn't want to get up. And then I feel like two warm hands pushed me up. So I lift up my hands and this lady prayed for me and I started shaking and I couldn't stop shaking. And then right when I sat down, I felt relief. I felt that I didn't have no more unforgiveness inside of me, no more rejection. Yeah, good job. And I felt happy. Right, let's go with Kaylee, and then RJ, Kaylee, then RJ. Okay. okay. Oh, um, mighty warrior. Yes. Mighty warrior. I love it. Okay, so before the conference, starting in eighth grade, I had a lot of fear in my life and a lot of insecurities. And I had, I had a lot of suicidal thoughts. But 
at CGC, I just felt the power of God come over me. And this has been the best week of my life. I've had so much joy. I just thank God every day. And I received a I received God's boldness and and when I went back to school I had no more fear. Tell him how the Lord blessed you for giving your feelings to him. Now you got that call. Um, this woman prayed for me at CGC and I, I just felt the power of God come over me and I knew that I felt God's boldness come over me and I knew I'd have no more fear. You didn't want to tell about getting called for varsity. Oh, um, so the night we came back, I originally was on the JV team for my school for volleyball, and I'm in ninth grade this year. And um, my coach texted my mom, and she said, "I want you to come play some games with us." And then she texted my mom today, and she said. Would you want to be on varsity permanently? What a God we serve. Great job. What a God we serve. What a God we serve. We never know what our youth are going through. We never know. Jesus perceived the hearts of man. We can get, just get into the spirit for a little bit. We can start perceiving their hearts and knowing exactly what they need. And that's what God has put us in place for here. What a God we serve. The moment he gave, moment she gave him her heart and all these issues, he started blessing her. That's our daddy. Amen. Come up here, buddy. This is my dancer. This is our evangelist. This is our preacher. This is our pastor. This is this man. He, he is going to be one of the patriarchs of this generation for God's glory because he does not care what people think. RJ is going to be RJ. And he loves the Lord and he doesn't care what anybody thinks about it. I just want to get out this out of the way before I give my testimony. But I start hearing people's testimonies up here just a while ago. My stomach started getting on fire. It's just ever since I've been at CGC, if my stomach's on fire, God would just show me something. So I felt the feeling of looking back there, and all I see 
is a big man wearing golden clothing and shining like lightning. Jesus in the house. He's Jesus. He's in his presence right here, right now. I just see him smiling, watching over us like a guardian. So, before I came to CGC, I just felt a lot of rejection. I felt that I was, I just couldn't be who I thought I wanted to be. And I thought it was just because it was all my fault. When I was a baby, when I disconnected my umbilical cord, it something caused my belly button. So whenever I cried really hard, it would grow a couple of a couple inches bigger. I had to get surgery in three months, and just a couple of years ago, I had to do surgery again, which made me feel scared. I just felt. It just. It just felt. God, and I just wanted to know God more. So right before we came to CGC, I remember coming to Omega Youth. I was welcomed in with open arms, and I was able to receive the Holy Spirit, and I was able to gain faith. But when we went to CGC, I think it was on the, the, the beginning of the last day. I remember now. They were, one of the pastors up there was talking about giving people new body parts. And so I was sitting down and I just cried out, God, give me a new belly button. Then my arms and stomach started burning really fast. I started shaking a little and I couldn't take it. I, I tried my best to try to hold it, but it felt like I almost blacked out for a moment. When I woke up a little bit later, I something just felt me and me to look at my at my stomach. And I just looked at my belly button and what I couldn't what I saw I couldn't understand, so I looked at it a little closer. My belly button right there shook two sizes down. Body part tonight. God just released that in the atmosphere. If you need something changed in your body, something that's an ailment, something that's not operating the way it's supposed to, God just released that in the atmosphere. As we go into worship tonight, as these testimonies continue, God's going to impart it in you. God's released these things already. Jesus is in the house, He's preparing a place for Daddy. 
He is preparing a place for our Father. Great job, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. How many know this princess? Sorry, how many know this queen? Beautiful. Brooke. Um, so it was really hard for me. Um, I found out in fifth grade that I was adopted. And um, I felt so hurt because I felt like love had to be conditional for someone to love me. <laughs> I don't know why it happened when I was a kid, and I just felt like I had a lot of shame because of it. And I endured um, so much change with moving and gaining weight, and I just felt like I had to be some standard of perfect for someone to love me. And um, because of that, I got really depressed and. <laughs> I felt alone, and um, I didn't have anyone to turn to. <laughs> if I could turn to no one physically, then how could I surrender to someone um, of higher power? And I always believed in God that he was around and that he could help me through things and that he wouldn't put me through anything that I couldn't take. And I believe that wholeheartedly now, but... Before I went to CDC, I was um, just seriously depressed and angry that I felt a lot of rejection from my birth mom and my family, and that I had to be something that they loved, I guess. And um, I remember I would cry coming home from work because I just, I just didn't want to go back to that, and I would put on a CD that I got from a worship concert that we went to and I felt okay. And that's how I lived for a couple months. I just felt okay. And right before I went to the concert, I wasn't going to go because I owed $3,000 to Armstrong to go to school. And I didn't have any money from student loans. And the money was due two days later when I was supposed to be at the conference. And Tori called me and she just told me to give it to God. And anyways, I went, and um, I just felt like I had to go because I was broken physically, but I wasn't broken spiritually. And um, I went, and this Pastor Brian, I was talking, and he said that if anyone needed a financial miracle, that it was going to happen, and that it was going to be for a college student going to college. And um, he prayed over all of us. Um, and just told us to lift our hands and that we would accept it. And I got a text like two hours later that the money went from three thousand dollars to six hundred and sixty-four, and it got paid for. So, when I walked into CGC, I just felt so much love that it wasn't conditional anymore. That it was unconditional. We love Brooke.
how do you win in the past? These last ones are kind of hard. Come on, Mimi. We're going to have Mama Louise come up. We thank you, Jesus. We got another mic somewhere. Praise the Lord. Before CGC, I just felt like just felt like I was in a cage that no one could get me out of. <laughs> I had fear. Fear blue lights because of what had happened in my childhood. And one night I just decided to go to Miss Louise's room to stay in there at night. And I didn't know why. I just felt decided to say, stay in there. And we just got to talking. And she started talking about angels, and I said that I loved angel sparkles. And she was just saying how huge they are, and that kind of scared me. And so the Lord had told me to go in the restroom, and I didn't know why. And I just kept. The devil kept saying, don't go in there because it's a big angel that want to scare you. He just kept saying it. And I told Miss Louise that I'm scared to go to the restroom because I just heard that it's a big angel in there. And she said, I better go because God told me to go. And I told her I wasn't going to go. And she said that, well, if you're not going to go, we can't continue this conversation because you have to be obedient. And when I opened, when I opened the door, I saw a blue light. I saw a blue light in the restroom. And I just start crying. <laughs> I saw a blue light and it was hard for me to go in there because I kept hearing about the angel was big and I kept hearing and that morning when I saw the blue light I saw a person carrying a dead body in the back and that's all I kept remembering it kept putting fear in me and then God just kept talking to me through that and said I'm with you 
I'm with you. And through that, it took me time to go in there, but I went in there. And Miss Louise just kept saying, perfect love drives out, drives out all fear. And she just kept telling me to say that. And I just kept saying that when I was in the restroom. And then God was like, now go. Because I had did what he told me to do. And through that, when I got back in the room, I just sat down and God began to give me the picture of the house in my mind. And every memory just was illuminated. And while telling... While talking to Miss Louise through that, I got set free. And I got set free from being lonely and feeling like I was in just a cage. And, I, and the Lord started to wipe my tears and bring back my innocence that I felt that I lost. <laughs> And now, when I look in my eyes, I see him, him and me, and me and him, and I'm able to love myself the way he loves me. Amen. Amen. God is healing us. If you need your innocence restored, if something happened to you as a child early, God's going to use me, me tonight to pray for your innocence to be restored. If you were molested, if you were raped, if someone touched you inappropriately, if you were just in inappropriate situations and you just saw things too early, God's going to use me, me tonight to restore your innocence. He's going to take you back to your youth, heal you of that situation, and give you your innocence back. Come on, Todd. Great job, Mimi. Praise the Lord. <coughs> Words can't express what went on on this trip. I mean, we're hearing testimonies. They don't do it justice. You, We can't express enough how we were blessed and how we saw and watched God move and all these young people. Keep in mind, there was 5,500 young people, and I feel sure every single one of them experienced something just as great as our youth did, and so I was asked to go on this trip as a chaperone. <laughs> no. Yeah, you go. y'all are going with us next year as chaperones. You're going to experience God like you hadn't experienced before. I went with open mind. I didn't want to be a chaperone. I didn't want the responsibility. I wanted to go and just see God, I mean, experience him. And I did. Um, so, a couple, probably three weeks ago now, on a Saturday night here, we were in worship. And we can give this testimony. Um, during worship, it was just on my in my spirit about speaking in tongues. And uh, it... I felt like I was going to be activated in speaking in tongues because I had never spoken in tongues before. And 
So it just, it was in me. I, I felt like it was going to rise up out of me, but it never did. So after service, Gene hops up and get, catches everybody's attention and says that we'd have received her tongues. I was like, all right, well, praise God. That's awesome. That must have been why it was on my spirit. But ever since that night, it just lit a flame inside of me. I desired to speak in tongues. And I'd, I'd never desired it like that before. But it just rose. I wanted it. And so when we went to this conference, it was like I I knew like that was what I was going to receive. And if if not more, but I wanted it. And uh, so the very last teaching, Apostle Maldonado was teaching. I mean, this is Saturday night into the whole conference. And. He was up there teaching and teaching how the, sorry if I'm taking too long for my testimony, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, he was teaching how everything we have when we receive Christ in our heart, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's in us, and the Holy Spirit has the power of God already in us. That is everything we need already. We have it. We don't need to wait on anything from the outside to come over us. We don't need anything else, any other person's help or anything to come over us and make something happen in our life. We already have it. And when he was teaching this, I mean, it just, like, it blew my mind. I, I already knew this, but it was a revelation to me. I, this is what I needed to hear. And it was when I needed to hear it. I needed a breakthrough with God. So he asked for any, everybody was up at the front. 5,000 people in 500 square feet. I mean, we were all up front. <laughs> like you couldn't move. But he asked anybody that had never spoken in tongues, raise their hands, every eye closed, every head bowed. But if you have never spoken in tongues, raise your hands. I rose my hands and he asked everybody else. Pray in the Spirit, and if there's anybody next to you with their hands raised, lay your hands on them, and keep praying in the Spirit. And he said a prayer, and nothing came over me. Nothing came over me, but it rose up inside of me. And it rose up, and I was activated in speaking in tongues. I did not receive tongues because it was already in me. I had already received it, but I was activated in it. As I give glory to God, I mean, it was, ever since that moment, this is how I know it was real. I mean, besides that one experience, but ever since that moment, I haven't wanted to stop speaking in tongues since it happened. And, huh? Yeah, we'll get to it in worship. <laughs> but, now I praise God, this conference, it blessed me so much. I am so thankful to be able to have gone on this conference. And I mean, I honestly cannot express it enough. I think every single person that sewed into this trip and whoever did sew into this trip, you will receive back many fold what you sewed. It is such a blessing. And to watch these young men and women, the boldness that's on them and, we aren't even covering 
a percent of the testimonies that we have. We have so much more that won't be spoken out tonight. And, I mean, words don't do it. Words can't cover it. It's awesome. God is awesome. God is moving. And we keep saying CGC. I don't know if anybody said CGC stands for Chosen Generation Conference. This is a chosen generation. This generation is called to just rise up and bring everybody to the next level, to bring Jesus back. And it's going to happen. It's starting with these guys and girls. Yes. And I love it. I'm love love that I'm a part of it. That I'm we chosen to be a part of it. We love it too. By the grace the title of God. Title was got fired. Not a play. Huh? No, yeah. man. But now, thank y'all, and I love it. God is awesome. Amen. Aren't in the Bible says that preachers are uh, meant prophets are expounded preachers, right? Did y'all see that little bit of preach start to come out of time? Todd did get filled with the Holy Spirit. He did get filled. Wait, wait till you hear the Spirit behind his voice. Wait till you hear it. This is my brother. I'm going to introduce this man because this is Christian Smith. No, you won't wait. Wait one second. This is my brother. This man experienced God at a supernatural level. You ever see, you've seen a light switch. You, you know when you hit a light switch and a light goes off or going? That happened to him. But you won't really understand the depth of that light switch until he tells his testimony. You won't understand the depth. The only reason I introduced him because we have so many similarities. And the way that God just hit his life, I see that everything that God did in my life within the last three years, I see it happening in a year for him. I see it happening in a year. One year, you, you, you want to receive that for him by faith. Because God delivered me from a lot of things. God ordained me as a minister. And God gave me a beautiful wife. And God gave me a ministry. You see this right here? So I'm declaring right now, I'm prophesying to my brother Christian Smith. Within a year, God is going to start releasing these blessings over his life. These blessings. Come on. Let's receive it by faith. How y'all doing tonight? (laughs) Y'all got me nervous up in the house tonight, man. Anyways, before CGC, I was about as empty as they get. Lost. Very lost. Um, I've been dealing with addiction. Anxiety, hatred, anger, anything you can think of, really. Uh, it all, I, I decide I like to drink my problems away. And I, it gives me, you know, it gives me a little, it gave me, you know, happiness for three hours till I sleep it off and I wake up and I'm more mad than I ever have been in my life. The devil will tell me to do it. And then I'll do it, and then he'll lie to me and tell me I'm worthless. Everything. Uh, the devil's a liar, man. Mm. One day, I uh, decided to go on a two-day binge. 
didn't go to work, didn't call anybody, didn't call my mom, didn't my dad, my job. Everyone's looking for me. I won't answer my phone because I'm so ashamed of what I've done. Um, I finally went home, and I went home, you know, just not sober at all whatsoever. And I decided we all made a decision that I should probably go see somebody in a recovery place. Well, ironic as it is, I went to this recovery place. I had an appointment at 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I have alcoholism on both sides of my family. One of my grandfathers passed away at 56 years old from alcoholism. One of them is dealing with it now. And he's 83. 83? 81. Uh, had an appointment at 10 o'clock at all these places in, in the whole Savannah recovery places. I get there and I see my grandma Pat. I said, what are you doing here? My 81-year-old grandfather was at the same place for this, to see the same man in the same appointment and the same problem as me. When he came out of there, it opened my eyes to some, something I've never even experienced in my life. I was like, wow. Is that God's way of telling me this is live or die? Do I want to live or die? That's him. Uh, I didn't want to go to Miami. I didn't want to go. I had I wanted nothing to do with God whatsoever. I get mad anytime anybody brings it up. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I'm not going to church. I'm going to go get drunk. I'm going to do what I want. Well, when I got to CGC, very first session, very first day, I surrendered it all to God. Everything. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of people in the process. Uh, my family. I've had unforgiveness in myself. There's four people in this room right now, five that I ask for your forgiveness. I'm sorry. I will no longer run from God any longer. Amen.
mighty man of God. A mighty man of God. A mighty man of God. The word says, bring that down, Carl. That he is willing to do exceedingly and abundantly far above we could ask. Like Todd said, this is just the surface of some of the things. We haven't even entered into the testimonies where our youth have been prophesying, where our youth has been praying for the sick and they're getting healed, people receiving salvation. We haven't even gotten to that. As we were speaking, as we were testifying, the Lord put on my heart. Thank you, buddy. Great job. This is what you, this is a result of a man's sacrifice unto the king. This is a result of one man saying, I will give my life to God. And as that one man gave his life, we all are starting to receive the residual of that. And now it's going to go from generation to generation to generation to generation to generation to generation. We'll never turn back. You see this shoe right here? This is the fruit of God's love. We will never go back. So from this point on, if you're in this house, God is requiring a new level of pursuit. Because not only your lives, but their lives are on the line. And we are responsible. We are responsible for their growth. We are responsible for their wealth. We are responsible for their lives in every area. We have first generations, second generations, third generation ministers up here. We met one man and then we're going to close it out. Me and Tori, we're not even going to testify. This just did it. We should be ready to worship God. We should be ready to praise God. We met a man that was a fifth-generation consecrated minister of God. I believe he was a prophet. And God was so in and on this man. Every time he came close to us, he could not hold himself. He had to prophesy. He spoke over all the youth. Spoke over all the youth. Spoke over Christian. Spoke over us. But we saw the fruit of a family dedicating their entire lives to God, the fifth generation of consecration. We're not talking about it getting started. The entire family has been saved, sanctified, and set free. And it came down. He was the youngest one. He was from Peru. Consecrated and set apart for God's purposes. This is what you see here. In a week, they won't even look the same. In a month, they won't look the same. By the end of this year, you're going to see a stature that comes on this shoe for boldness that comes on this youth that you've never seen before. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Prepare for Because you'll be at the mall, and they will be bringing people out of wheelchairs. You'll be getting dinner, and they'll be praying for the demon oppressed. And you must be ready. You better not take your hands on them. Tell them not to do it. There's no shame in this house. And if God is moving, you need to let them move. And these are pure vessels, so they're hearing from God. Who's ready for worship? Yeah, yeah sure. Um, there's two people I need to thank. 
because the first time I came, I talked to Chris, and it was the second time I came to youth, and I stayed the night, and it was early in the morning, and we were reading the Bible, and I said something about my dad and my mom, and he prayed over me that I would never feel abandoned, and I don't have to worry about anything of my father figure, because Jesus and the Lord are my dad, and I don't have to worry about being rejected, and he said that I would never be like my dad, and I just want to thank him. I need to thank Mamie because it was one Saturday night and I was sitting right on that couch on my knees crying. And she came and prayed for me. And I felt so much better. And I <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The brokenness of the Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Wow. God is awesome. God is so awesome. Thank you, Lord. Now we're about to go into worship, praise and worship. We got about an hour, hour, 30 minutes. Do not leave. Receive everything that God has for you. It's going to go just like that. He's already in the house. It's going to go just like that. Everybody pour into praise. Everyone pour into worship. And as worship winds down, the Lord is going to lead and put on my heart which youth is going to pray for what. And if you have that or if you're dealing with that, I really suggest that you go. Just get right to it. Just get right to it. And if you have multiple things, go to multiple youth. 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 Y'all understand? Does everybody get it? Because right now, God is about to start clearing this soul. And worship, you're going to lose yourself. So you need to know what's about to happen. All right? If somebody hits the light, um, I prefer for the youth to stay up here, praising and worship, and get ready to pray. And then I want everybody to come up, get in this atmosphere, get in this realm of God. And we're going to worship the king. We're going to thank God. We're going to glorify God for all that he has done in our youth. And if you need healing, meditate on what Jesus did on the cross. If you need a restoration, if you need uh, just complete authority and power over the enemy's works, just get ready to receive that. All right, come on up. Come on up.